Hi, thanks for joining us on what is another property podcast. Um, just to give you a quick intro, I'm, I'm Jamie. I'm joined by my business partner and actually my brother-in-law as well. So um, Scott, do you want to give him a quick intro? Tell him a bit about you. Yes, hello. My name is Scott and I am in property management right now, which is not where I thought I would be. I'm actually a trained sea turtle biologist. Nice. I think um, actually quite a good, quite good way of saying that actually this is not an industry that is necessarily, you know, for any one type of person. What would you, would you say? Would you agree with that? Property management. What type of person does this? I think probably somewhat of a crazy person. So yes. Yeah, I agree um, Okay. It's not for the faint of heart. Cool. Well, I'm I'm Jamie, as I kind of already mentioned, and uh, yeah, equally not a hugely uh, property dedicated background. I threw a ball around for a little bit and then joined the army. Ten years of that, and now here I am. You know, between the okay. two of us, making a decent fist of this. Don't don't be modest here. You played professional rugby. Oh, this notion you threw the ball all around a little bit. Stop it. Uh, is one thing, and then joining the army makes you sound like you're, you know you're some you're some jarhead. Which is also not true. You flew Apaches, yeah. so little, little more than threw the ball around. Little more than just the army. They don't want to hear about that. Okay, these people have tuned in because they want some quality property investment podcast listening. You know, possibly on a walk, probably in the car, probably in the car. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, that's that's us. Okay, that's the intro. Let's give you a little bit of background on what we do, how, how we've been doing it, how we've been getting on and kind of give you a bit of a flavor of what we're hoping this podcast will become and, and hopefully with a bit of help from yourself. So we have a property management company called Clean Break. We're based in the world heritage city of Beautiful, Bath. beautiful yeah. city. And we do short-term rentals. So if you didn't know that already, hopefully you did, that's why you're listening. But we do short-term rentals and we do a, quite a specific type of short-term rentals in that we use or utilize have utilized the rent to rent model so scott give our wonderful listener i'm gonna say listener not i'm not gonna go plural yet although we're hoping we'll we'll have more than one but give our listener um a little bit of an insight of what what the rent to rent model is if they don't know already the rent to rent model is actually very simple it is you find a landlord or owner of a property and you rent that property from them. And then you take that property, dress that property properly, let me say that three times fast, dress that property properly, and you list it on several OTAs, like Airbnb or booking.com, and you turn them into short-term accommodations. So every month you pay the rent, and every month you operate the property as a short-term accommodation, you then pay the utilities, council tax, and so forth. And you obviously subtract the rent and the overheads, and the rest of it is profit in your pocket. That was a very succinct... That was pretty good, huh? Clear, yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. And they won't, they won't believe us, but that was one take as well. That was no. the first take as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, worth mentioning. Okay, so yeah, that's what it is. And again, hopefully you guys, you guy, you person... Uh, we're already aware of that, how that model works, but that's what we've been doing and that's how we've kind of grown our business. And we want to, we want to basically, you know, use this platform as an opportunity to bust, bust a few myths really, and try and give you the straight line of what this model looks like, some of the pitfalls, some of the highs, some of the lows, and 
basically what other trainers, mentors, enthusiasts, subject matter experts, whatever you want to call them, the stuff they're not telling you, right? Because I think that's the big thing. The big reason that we wanted to get into this is there's lots of misinformation out there about this model, how it works and and what you can do with it. So we want to give you the straight line, uh, the honest truth, if you like. So and hopefully, you know, we can get some questions from you guys as we do more of these episodes and really hopefully bottom out some of the concerns you might have, some of the questions you have about it, you know, it's, it's viability, etc. So but just to give you a little bit more context, hopefully a bit more credibility as well about ourselves. Let's, uh, I'm going to let Scott here. Well, Scott, tell us what, give him, give him our kind of summarized backstory. How did Clean Break start? What's, what's the story in your eyes? The story in my eyes is a bit, I'm going to say crazy, but we were basically probably just heading to or in lockdown for COVID. So this is early 2020, and Jamie comes to me and says, I have this idea. And when he first explained it to me, I said, won't work. Absolutely not, 100% won't work. And the reason why is, why would a owner or landlord of a property give you their property and let you utilize it and make more money than they're making? It just didn't seem to add up. And so for several, I want to say weeks, probably was at least two months, I said, no, no, no. And finally, Jamie just came to me and said, right, I've registered, we're doing it. At which point I said, all right, let's do it. And that is how we started. So we basically started, we didn't basically, we started a rent-to-rent holiday let business in Bath during a global pandemic. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good yeah. summary, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it's also worth, you know, mentioning we I was in full-time employment at the time. You'd not long actually arrived in the, in the country. I think you'd been living in Florida. That was a good decision, wasn't it? Good decision to come. Good decision to get out. Good decision yeah. to get out. Well, at the time, probably, yeah. Yeah, now it's a great decision. Um, but, yeah, so this was, I think, very fair to say very much a side hustle yeah i think we got into this with uh lights and stars in our eyes at the possibility of what most people would call a side hustle and we stepped into it and found very quickly that yes in fact it does work and then from there I don't want to say the pitfalls started, but we went into it with a different approach as time progressed in terms of what we were going, the direction of the business that we were trying to run. Yeah, I think there was definitely some fumbling around in the dark, wasn't there, working it out. And I think, you know, here we are now three and a half years on. Three and a half years later. And we've turned a side hustle into, you know, a full-time occupation for two people part-time occupation for another two people that work with us That's uh, correct. in the office and multiple other contractors that obviously take care of it. So we, you know, I don't want to get to give too much in episode one. We know we'll talk about, we'll go through some of the, some of the you know, areas of our business where we've had trouble, where we've made mistakes. And I think it's, it's worth highlighting early actually that there are plenty of mistakes and not only have we made lots of mistakes, because again, we've been doing this three and a half years, as I mentioned. So we are, 
you know, still a very much a growing business. We are at the coalface. We're doing this every day. You know, we are speaking to you right now from our office and we're still making mistakes, right? So, you know, I think some of the value, hopefully for you people listening at home. Still making mistakes or trying to undo the mistakes already made that reappear if you don't handle them. Yes. So part of the intent here is to help you avoid these mistakes, right? So we want to, we want to get it. I don't want to get it off my chest, right? I want to, it's like a, it's a bit like confession. You it's know, therapeutic, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're going to take you through, as I say, some of the mistakes we've made, some of the bits we've got right, some of the bits we've got wrong, how we've fixed the stuff that we got wrong and now hopefully have got it right. But there's stuff changing all the time, you know, stuff that we don't know, we don't know yet. Right. So uh, we're going to take you through it as we, as we discover. Right. So we'll hopefully do this together. But just to give you a last little bit, um, again, just for context, you can kind of understand how that business has grown over the last three years. Scott, can you give us the breakdown kind of roughly in terms of growth, you know, just in terms of units over that three and a half year period? How has our business grown? Well, not only is it an interesting breakdown over the first three years, it's also an interesting breakdown in terms of the acquisition of properties as well. So we took our first property in what I think was either May or June of 2020, it was right as the UK was headed to the end of its first lockdown. We took a property and we paid a sourcing fee. Now, for anyone that doesn't know what a sourcing fee is, if you want to do this and you want to join the short-term accommodation property model scheme strategy, you are going to need to find properties if you don't have them available to you in some way, shape, or form. One of the ways you can do that is through sourcing. And that is essentially finding somebody whose full-time job, more or less, is to source properties to then find you, the customer, to then pay a sourcing fee to have the opportunity to run a you know a short-term accommodation out of this owner's property. So we took a sourcing fee. I believe it was about 3,000 pounds, which um, at the time... And still now, probably a good deal. It was a good deal. And we can explain actually why it was a good deal because we maximized the value of that deal. But it was a good deal. We took it 3000 We worked with another property management company that I'm not sure if we want to mention, but we could maybe later on. We took, we took a deal with them for about six to 7000 I believe. They came in and furnished this three-bedroom completely. And the point of that is also something to consider if you want to join this game is using a proper property management company and to what extent you want to use them in if you want to use them simply just to manage the property and you're going to do the setup or some companies will do everything for you and of course what that comes with is you can have a very quick up and running short-term accommodation but of course you will pay for that privilege but again that's what we did with our first property. First property, again, that sourcing agent brought us a second property, and we finished the first year, give or take, I believe, um, between one and four units. I can't off the top of my head quite remember. And we stayed there for relatively the first year, and then second year doubled in terms of going from about four to eight. And then by year three, end of year three, we were, we were actually over 20 properties and, um, and we have plenty of stories about, about making some poor decision in terms of customer relations, perhaps is the word, uh, clientele, yeah, clientele, 
maybe is the word. And, um, but after three and a half years, right around the 20 properties number. Good, good, I mean, good breakdown. Yeah, I think that was. And, um, you know, I think what that highlights, hopefully, is that we, and you, I'm sure if you're listening to us, you, you're listening to plenty of other podcasts and reading lots of other material. There are lots of people that will tell you, you know, you can scale this business because of the low capital investment required super quick and you can get to 20 units in a year. You probably can. You probably could, you if, probably you had, could yeah. if you had a big pot of money. Yeah. But, you know, we've grown pretty organically, pretty slowly, actually. And apart from year three, where it kind of ramped up a little bit. And again, worth mentioning that out of, out of those 20, and we, we're a little, we, you know, we're just a touch under that now. We, we dropped a few. And again, we'll talk about that in, a, in another episode. But they're not all ours as well, right? And again, I want to give you guys the honest, um, the honest line here. I don't want you to think that we've got a, our own portfolio of 20 units. We're, we're about, I think we're, we're nine currently. About 50-50 yeah. ours versus managed. So we, ma- we manage some and then obviously we rent some and we're liable for the rent on, on the others. But So that's just to give you the full picture. But that is, you know, there's been, there's been plenty of challenges as well as we've grew very quickly in that third year. And, you know, as I say, later episodes, we're going to take you through some of those some of those frictions, some of those hurdles that we had to overcome and, and hopefully you guys, as you start to build your own rent-to-rent sort of service accommodation businesses, you can, you know, avoid making the same mistake. So that's that's kind of it really. I I just wanted, you know, we wanted to come on here, get the ball rolling, um, hopefully get you guys interested in what, we, you know, what we're going to talk about. We're going to want, we're going to be looking, we're going to need lots of feedback from you guys and, and questions and what we want to know is what you want to know. So... What is it about service accommodation that you need the answers to? What are you involved? Are you thinking about getting involved? What's holding you back? All that stuff. So go and find us. We're on Instagram, Clean Break Properties. Give us a look. Send us a DM. We'd love to hear from you. And yeah, hopefully, you know, in the coming weeks and months, we can really answer some questions for you, give you an insight. You know, we're going to take you through some of our stories and, and dits and, you know, where we've got it wrong and Hopefully we've got it right as well. But um, yeah, you know, and hopefully we can we can help you guys out and build your, you know, start to build your businesses and give you the information, the confidence that you need, you know, to get going with this thing. So absolutely, and one of the one of the biggest things that we can tell you in this first episode is that every single day it is the most competitive it's ever been for this model. So for short term accommodations, it is more competitive today than it was yesterday. And it is highly, highly advisable that before you do anything is to listen, to read, to talk to somebody who's done this before. Because again, you, you can avoid a ton of mistakes, saving you a ton of time and possibly a ton of money. So if it's not us, somebody else. Beautiful. All right. Should we leave it there? Good stuff. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, give us a follow, give us a like and uh, let us know what you want to hear more of and, and we'll look to, to, you know, get you what you need. But thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.